Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Danimal's Cage. I'm your host, The Mighty Danimal, Dan Martins. My guests today are Brendan, Darren, and hopefully Gaten will be joining us from Trauma Lanes. What's going on, guys? How's it going? Oh, you know. Living the dream, right? Living the dream. <laughs> awesome. So we'll kind of get started. We'll kick this off in the way that I kick off all these interviews, which just tell us a little bit about the story of, of how the band kind of started, like how you guys all met up, how you guys kind of came together, and just all, tell us a little bit about the music you guys make. Cinco, you want to take it away? Yeah, I'll take that. Um, okay, so like, I've been like doing this whole school thing for like probably longer than I should be. Um, but uh, I had a project to do uh, like just like a, my own video of like whatever I wanted. And like, obviously I was like, well, I'm going to make a music video. And I wasn't really friends with like a lot of people that made music at that point. So uh, I asked Gaten to write a song. And then we just kind of like built off of that. And like, I've been in bands with Gaten. Uh, I think like my second band was with Gaten. And then uh, I was in another band, which was my third band with Darren. So we all kind of just like came together like that way. Like, cause Milton's pretty small mm -hmm. and um, we already knew each other and we were always like, we had already kind of all jammed together and whatever. And then it was just kind of like, we just put the pieces together and uh, that was kind of that. Right. So you got, you mentioned that you guys played in other bands together. What kind of, like, what kind of would, would I know any of any of those old bands that you guys played no. in? <laughs> Most likely not. No. <laughs> like yeah, basement well. bands. Ah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But but yeah, I know the whole small town thing. Like, like you guys are from Milton. I'm from Aurora, so like very small, oh, okay. small, t yeah, small town as well. Yeah. And, and then Darren, how did you get? How did you get involved with with Trauma Lanes? Uh, <laughs> so I was in Richmond Hill without a friend's place, and around ten o'clock at night, I think it was, Cinco just gave me a phone call, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, so how how quickly can you learn six songs?" <laughs> he's like we're playing a show where i think it was the first show trauma lanes ever did actually was at the opera house and it was the night after he called me he's like we're playing a show tomorrow night and we're lacking a bassist at the moment so i was, I was wondering if you would be in like do you want to try it <laughs> nice down and i'm just like you know what let's do it why not so gunned it down from richmond hill down to oakville where we were jamming uh learned the songs as best as i could in 24 hours and uh yeah i've been part of the band ever since then <laughs> good stuff and the first show was at the opera house no pressure right yeah, yeah. basically now yeah <laughs> when Cinco told me i'm like yeah where are you guys playing in toronto um, in my head i'm imagining sneaky d's or you know uh, the central or something I'm like i oh, will play yeah. the opera house i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh well that that takes on a whole new meaning now yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome so you guys just put out a new uh i don't know if i if, is it more like an ep or an album but uh nosferatu we consider it an album even though okay. we can't consider it an ep or an lp like everything's considered everything these days <laughs> right well 
I, I took a listen to Nosferatu and I absolutely loved it. I noticed that you guys had a couple like collaborative efforts on that one. So what was the, I guess, overall creative process like for the collaborative efforts and I guess just for the songs that you guys didn't collaborate with other people on? Um, I mean, like I can speak on that like vocally. Um, I can't really say anything like, like guitar wise, but, um, Vocally, like with the collaborations, it was just um, we've we've really with like everybody that's you know doing the same thing as us, and uh, we just we just wanted everybody to kind of like be just that one step closer to like being a part of it kind of thing, right? So it was like. Mm-hmm. I know that's like really like cheesy and like corny or whatever, but like it it is what it is. Like we just wanted like everybody to like kind of have a place and like we'd be playing shows like frequently with these people. And it's just like, well, why don't you just come up? Like, you know, like have a good time with us. And that was really uh, just the main goal of that. Right. And when you guys started planning this album, like did you guys have any like did you guys know who you wanted to collaborate with like did you guys write a song and it's like oh this person would fit great for a verse on this song yeah i i would definitely say so um that's uh what was i gonna say there (laughs) it's it's just like we we see a lot of the same people again so like so it was just like, well, I like this person's voice because like you just tend to listen to like your friend's music or music or whatever, like who you're playing with. And yeah, like I would say it was just like, especially in like Flatliner for um, like that last breakdown, we had our friend like Derek from Trauma Model. And it was just like, we need something a bit heavier here. And it's just like, well, Derek would fit that perfectly kind of thing. And, and that was just pretty much how every spot that we did collaborate like went with nice and then and then darren what was the songwriting process like for you and how does it compare to the songwriting process in polarity <laughs> so in a uh, drama lanes it's mainly gaten comes with uh, sort of like the skeletons of the songs he'll have some riffs and he'll have a rough idea of he knows what parts are going to be verses what parts are going to be choruses how these transitions are going to work and he'll come to jam and pitch those to us. Basically, uh, me and him will kind of go back and forth from that point and just like, uh, maybe this will work here, maybe this will work there. Like, we'll kind of put it into place slowly. And yeah, it's like, it's, it's a lot of kind of like going around. So, like, he'll bring the first piece, I'll add something to it. And then Cinco is like, well, how about if we do this over here? And then we just, you know, place it into like sort of the order that way. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, compared to like, um, I think like compared to what's like writing with clarity, I always find is we tend to write just like on the spot more, I think kind of yeah. like we'll, we'll free jam and just see what comes out of it while trauma lanes is more of like a step-by-step process. Mm-hmm. Right. Awesome. So do you guys have any favorite songs or songs that just kind of like stand out to you on Nosferatu? I think you want to say it first or? Yeah, you can go first, man. Yeah. Uh, I want to say probably my favorite song on Nosferatu is Flatliner. 
Um, I just like the mix in that song, how it goes from like our like what you're used to with trauma lanes, and it kind of jumps in when Adam switches up the vocals, and at the end when it gets down even heavier too. Uh, not only that, but I also I'm using Flatliner as my entrance theme for uh, wrestling right now, so nice. <laughs> I'm kind of biased on that one. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then Cinco, what about you? Uh, definitely like Cocaine Promises is my like favorite song, like all together. Nice. Yeah, like I just like the lyrics that I wrote, like um, and it like the guitar and like just everything in it. It just reminds me of like like a trashy like every time i die song or something like yeah, that like, yeah you know what i mean yeah. or like holly springs like it just has that like really like local kind of feel and like i don't know i just love it the first time i heard you guys the first time i i heard no nosferatu as an album i was thinking to myself these guys would be perfect to open for like every time i die or holly springs like that you you just mentioned two bands that I always envision, like, at the top of my head, you guys opening up for. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we, what, I mean, we would love to. <laughs> yeah. Well, every time I die is from Buffalo. <laughs> like, they're just right across the, across the uh, border. <laughs> but yeah. then, then Holly Springs, I know they're not a band anymore, but they're, they're Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, apart from... Every time I die in Holly Springs, what other kind of influences do you guys have on your music? That's, I think that that question like really varies from like person to person because like we, we do, um, oh, yeah, <laughs> listen to like a lot of different stuff and like in our individual personalities. Mm -hmm. Uh, so. for me, like I would say, like anything from like the 06, like. Oh seven, like era of like you know like Dead and Divine, Holly Springs, yeah. Straight yeah, Reads yeah. Line, like Johnny Truant, <laughs> Cancer Bats, like just all that like like weird in between like hardcore metalcore stuff. Yeah, you're you're the first person to ever mention Johnny Truant in two years. I've been doing this <laughs> this podcast. Nobody has mentioned Johnny Truant, and I'm a huge fan of those guys. Honestly, like, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like. Uh, like I'm not going to speak for you or anything, but like b growing up in that period of, of like the scene of like that kind of music, like mm -hmm. Johnny Trump was like, they, they didn't mess around. Like they were a real band with like real potential. Like they oh, were yeah. actually, they were the first metalcore band I, I, I ever saw. Like my dad worked with like some guy that was in a band and like, I literally remember like driving out there with my dad so he could like hang out with this guy and like they opened up for Johnny Truant and I was just wow. like, yeah, that's awesome, man. And then, Darren, on... what about what about sorry, you? Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry, Cinco. Uh... I'll let you finish. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was I was just gonna say it was on a supernova bill as well. Like, oh wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's wicked. That's a throwback. Yeah. Um, on my head, like it really depends on just how I'm feeling that day. Like some days I can wake up and just I'll be cranking flogging Molly and Zebrahead in the car. Other day it's like norwegian folk music next day is <laughs> uk grind next day is you know swedish black metal it's all over the place for me um but with trauma lanes like i'd probably say like i especially when i first joined the band i listened to so much cancer bats and so much just every time i die yeah uh, Cinco finally got me into every time i die so <laughs> listen to them so much and i'm like damn okay <laughs> do you have do you have a favorite every time i die album oh 
I wouldn't be able to name it off the top of my head. That's uh, <laughs> that's, that's more his expertise. So <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you guys my my fa- my favorite will always be a three way tie between the Big Dirty, Hot Damn, and Gutter Phenom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> although, although the first album was really good too, Last Night in Town. Like I like the really shitty quality of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and oh. New Junk, New Junk was also great. Like New Junk, like lyrically and everything, and like what like the landmarks that they hit with that. Like yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, man. I remember in high school, like New Junk was really my jam. Like that was one of the albums <laughs> I listened to for a long time a lot of years it is a great cd it is it is and i was fortunate enough to see every time i die in buffalo a few years almost 10 years ago so that was really special to me <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah i was supposed to go to because they do the holiday thing every year and i was supposed to go last year but of course it didn't happen <laughs> yeah i i think i've been to the last like three or four nice um I, I went to the last date with, with uh, where they played at the waiting room. That was cool. Oh, nice. I, yeah. Um, I think it was like the lineup was like Let Live, Code Orange. Code oh. Orange Kids before they were Code Orange. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And that's, then every time I die. That's an, that's an absolute monster lineup. It was fucking crazy, man. Like I was like, because I was, I think that was only like the second or third time I saw Let Live as well. And like, mm-hmm those guys fucking like crush it every time. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a shame. Let live isn't a band anymore. I saw, I saw them with rise against and kill switch engage a couple of years ago. Oh, yo, at the park, at the park, right? At, at the beach. Yeah. 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 I was there too. That was an yeah, awesome but, show. Dude. It was crazy. <laughs> it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So with, you know, the whole thing with COVID, like it's, it's obviously been a really, difficult time and i think we talked very briefly about this before we started recording what have you guys been kind of doing to keep busy with with covid and not being able to play shows darren i know you talked about like video games and all that but do you guys have like are you guys like essential workers like how do you guys keep busy oh yeah yeah we're all all three of us are actually we're all uh we're still working every day every week we're all essential How do you, and how do you guys balance like the chaos or handle the chaos that comes with being an essential worker during COVID? Honestly, it hasn't really hit me too bad. Like I know, like a lot of other people, it's hit a lot worse. But I, I don't know because I, I just work, you know, seven to three. Mm-hmm. After that, go home and just sort of just tune out. Yeah, and like I think that's just you know, don't worry about stuff too much. Like this is. Um, it'll pass kind of thing so yeah yeah and then Cinco what about you what are your thoughts on it yo I just load myself up with like just doing stuff all the time and just pretend like well don't pretend like it's not happening but like I just make myself (laughs) so like busy that like I've got I've got like school I'm working two jobs like you know I'm engaged um like I have to go take care of my grandmother occasionally like you know what I mean like and then just throw in the band stuff and it's just like, I don't know. Like the only thing that's really different is like, I'm not playing shows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, like, we just like focus on the positives and like don't dwell on just all, you know, all the crap that's going around and day by yeah. day after that. 
Yeah. And Cinco, that's that's awesome that like you've you've got all this stuff to keep you busy, like school, two jobs. You said you're engaged too. Congratulations. Thanks, man. That's awesome. When do you know when the wedding is? Uh well it was <laughs> we were actually supposed to have an engagement party. Um it was like literally like the week after like the lockdown got announced. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh so, that- that sucks. Well, I hope you guys can work around it, and I hope you guys can still have. Did you got? Have, are you guys still gonna have a party in in some way? Or yeah, we'll definitely have a party and stuff. Like nice. eventually, yeah. Thanks, thanks so much, man. Yeah, my pleasure. It's always cool hearing about like what because a few of my friends have gotten engaged or are having kids during this pandemic, and it's like, I mean, I'm. I'm still only 25, so I'm not in any hurry myself. <laughs> but still, it's it's cool hearing that some people are really making the most out of this pandemic. So good on you guys, too, too for keeping busy. Thanks, man. Yep. So just to kind of get you guys back into the whole, like, kind of vibe for, like, playing live, do you guys deal with, like, performance anxiety? And if so, how do you guys kind of get get past it? lock myself in my car and just scream <laughs> so so if i'm coming to the show and i if i hear you screaming in your car it's like yep that's darren <laughs> yeah just like i'm like hyping myself up and i'm like let's do this let's go <laughs> and then you know just walk back in like nothing happened yeah do you do you like listen to music to kind of hype yourself up or do you just it's like no music because everyone no, else no is gonna be playing yeah, just yeah, like music's playing already, so I'm just like, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm in the mood, I'm amped up, I just need to, you know, shake off these nerves now. Yeah, there you go. And then Cinco, what do you, what about you? I just have a couple of beers and I'm good to go. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't really get anxious anymore. Like, maybe like before, I was like, oh my god, now like I'll just have a few beers and I'm just like, all right, it's party time. Like, let's go, let's do this. Like, you know. And like if the if we're not opening, um, I'll just like throw down and like dance with like the other bands and stuff. So like then I'm already charged. I'm good to go. Man, man, every every time I interview like a hardcore or metal band and they talk about like like throwing down and doing the mosh pit thing, I miss it. I miss it so. I think that's <laughs> the, that's probably the part I miss the most about the whole pandemic because mosh pits are like are energetic and we're we're just such a release, you know. Yeah, a hundred percent. I feel that as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to get, to get back out there at some point. Everybody, go get your vaccines. Yeah, really. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. So once COVID's over, what what? So what's coming next for you guys? Do you have any new stuff in the works musically or anything else? We have yeah. a, a split coming up with multiple bands. Um, we're uh, just trying to get all that, you know, worked out and in order right now, especially with everything being shut down at the moment. It's like not helping, but we definitely have that to look forward to. And uh, we have one more thing we're planning on doing later this year, which uh, if Cinco wants to talk about it, you know, I'll let him. Yeah. What, like the, the special the thing? Monologue. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. talk about the special thing? <laughs> the special thing. No. Special thing. Yeah, we, we we're supposed to do like I mean, like 
it's just like talks and stuff like that. But like the, we might be doing another split. So like the first split we're doing is with a band from Barry called Agent Mulder. Just totally check them out. And then the, there's two other bands, uh, DB Cooper and Possession 1981. I think they're both uh, bands from the States. They're pretty sweet. They're like more like noisy. And then like our friends in Trauma Model, like they're like that like beat down like deathcore, but like also like very hardcore as well. So that's awesome. And it's yeah. so cool. It's so cool that you guys know a band called Trauma Model. You guys are Trauma Lane. So, so what is like, what is it like, like model lanes or something? I don't know. We get all the jokes though. <laughs> have you, what's the best joke you guys have gotten with, with regards to like Trauma Model or Trauma, trauma Lanes? Probably, I'd say our Rorschach album release show in Milton where Trauma Model came out and said, hey guys, we're Trauma Lanes. Oh, oh no! Identity theft is not a joke, guys. Uh, yeah. okay. yeah. we, we got we got them back. <laughs> How? Yeah, we just said we were them. <laughs> like, oh, so, oh, so they said you were you, and you said you were them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, if you guys are ever listen, if you guys are ever up in Newmarket after the pandemic, like, let me know, and I will one hundred percent come and have a couple oh, beers sure. with you guys. Hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah, man. Awesome, awesome. So, before I let you guys go, what is the best... This is kind of my my closing statement. So, what is the best advice that you guys have been given that you guys could pass on to any new bands out there? Ooh. Um, build a community. Don't tear each other down. It's like, I've, I've been playing for years and like, punk bands and stuff and like the one thing i've noticed the most and i know cinco can speak for it too is so many bands just don't support each other and just want to tear each other down and nobody gets anywhere uh we've kind of we've built our sort of community of our friends and bands and everything too and just we always just try to elevate each other up so mm-hmm. if you're starting out find some friends build a little community for yourselves you know so that's awesome. And then Cinco, do you have anything you want to add to that? I a hundred percent agree with Darren. Um, and then the one other thing that I would say is, um, take like every show, just do it, play it. Like <laughs> it does not matter. Play it, like play every show, like never turn down an opportunity. Yeah. Cause you never know who you're going to meet or, you know, how that show is going to go. That's a, that's a great point. I remember five years ago, I used to play in a punk band and we were the only punk band on a show full of like metal bands. I think the, the Ocean Cure was on that show. <laughs> and okay. that's how I met those guys. Yeah. Like that's, that's the best though, right? Like, cause then you, you basically tap into like a whole other audience that like otherwise like wouldn't know who you are kind of thing. Yeah, Absolutely. That's that's awesome, and of course, like I'm all about community. Like you guys will always see me in the crowd at shows, whether I'm or sometimes I'm on stage, sometimes I'm not. Yeah, well, it's like we played a show in Brampton with I think the opening band was like a jazz quartet, and then a swing <laughs> folk band, and then us, and we had no clue this was going to be the case when we arrived, and we're just like, okay, well. I guess time to scare everyone away. Yeah. But everyone loved it. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. That's good. That's funny though, that you guys were playing with like 
a jazz quartet like like before you guys <laughs> it's like what yeah it happens yeah. sometimes when you, when you take every show sometimes you get shows like that but you know you learn to enjoy yeah. them yeah exactly you make the most of it where you guys can oh, awesome yeah. awesome darren Cinco, thank you guys so much for hanging out today guys this was awesome yeah thank you for yeah. having us thanks so much for having us man my pleasure so now before i let you guys go where can people find you guys on social media and where is your music available so facebook instagram we're at trauma lanes trauma lanes music respectively twitter lanes trauma and every and any streaming platform in the world from here to korea to russia to south america trauma lanes you can find us everywhere and anywhere that's awesome and and check out Nosferatu. It is a fucking incredible yes. record. Definitely check that out. Thanks. Give us some love. Awesome, guys. This has been Medanimal's Cage. I've been Dan Martins. This has been Darren and Cinco from Trauma Lanes. We'll see you guys next time.